Oh, recording once again. Once again, recording. It's like we do it every week or something. It is like we do it just about every week. (laughs) It's it's almost like we have a weekly podcast. (laughs) You know, it's almost like that. And I would say Mm -hmm. even it is exactly like that. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And so here we are. Me talking, saying words, recorded into the computer, and you as well on the internet. Indeed, all to listen and marvel at our brilliance. Uh, Look, marvel! Ah. Look, marvel! Ah, ooh, ah! (laughs) That's the sound of marveling. That's the sound the listeners are making right now. They're going. I "Ah, freaking hope so. Ooh, ooh, ah. Do you remember, this is so random, but do you remember the old um, Mattress Giant commercial? I don't know if this was just a Florida thing or if it was a South Florida thing, but their, like, jingle was, um, only at Mattress Giants. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> yeah, I do remember that. <laughs> only at Mattress Giant. Ooh. Uh. <laughs> That's good stuff. So sexual. I'm glad you, yeah. I'm glad you reminded me of that because I didn't remind I didn't remember it and now it's there in my head again much like my words are on this screen being recorded I mean the waves are getting I'm Shelby I'm Sam it's the rom complex one two one two three four a meat suit that's a suit it's made out of meat and you and me and me and you You made it through. You made it through the intro. You did it. <laughs> it's it, it's all downhill from here. Oh, it is literally all all downhill. We've I got another fifty eight minutes or so, and it's nothing but smooth sailing. I promise. It better be. It's gonna be smooth as Mia Thermopolis's hair post makeover. Because we're talking about two thousand one's The Princess Diaries. How do you feel I about that? I just have to say, <laughs> I just have to say, that was a great segue. You did a great job. As usual, yeah. no one is surprised. You are the queen of segues. Mm-hmm. Um, it, I just want everyone to know that I'm not, I, I, I want to say like I fought for this movie, but I didn't. You were just like, yeah, let's do it. So that's not exactly <laughs> what happened, but I will say I fought in my heart. I fought for this movie to be to be on our lineup uh, this month. We're starting off June strong with a classic Anne Hathaway, Julie Andrews romp through San Francisco. <laughs> yeah, and I classic. was like, there is nothing, there is nothing I want more than to talk about the Princess Diaries because then we can talk about the Princess Diaries to Royal Engagement, which we will be talking about next week. I'm excited. <laughs> which is one I of my not... literal favorite movies of all time. <laughs> I haven't watched Princess Diaries 2. 
So, oh my God, you're in for a treat. I really am, because that one's more of a rom-com. This one definitely, Mm -hmm. oh boy, when this came out, first of all, I saw it Mm -hmm. in theaters. Mm -hmm. I didn't realize how like formative this was for me, (laughs) because the way she's obsessed with her first kiss going a certain way, Mm -hmm. like Mm -hmm. being romantic in a a certain way, I was also like that very much and Mm -hmm. in an unhealthy way like (laughs) for her I mean we wouldn't have we wouldn't have this podcast if we did it in a healthy way Shelby (laughs) good point good point that's what we so that's what we're here to talk about it's literally what we've been talking about for 170 episodes I thought you were going to say 170 years. <laughs> yep. I was like, yeah, no, that tracks. 170 years. That feels right. <laughs> you um, weren't going to fight it. Yeah. No, I wasn't. Not at all. This movie um, is also very formative for me as well. But I don't think I realized until rewatching it again uh, how much on a daily basis I quote this movie. Because <laughs> um, everybody knows I'm a quote girl. I you love are to quote my favorite films and television constantly. And it was upon watching this movie. Actually, the funny thing is I watched this movie in the plane on the way to Hawaii, but I didn't have earbuds for the plane. So I watched it without the sound. I just had the um, subtitles up, but I could still clearly hear every inflection, every line, every musical cue as I was watching it. And I was like, yeah, no, this movie is imprinted on my brain. It'll yeah. it'll never leave. I was thinking the same thing when I was watching it because there were just certain mm-hmm. scenes that I'm like, I remember this exactly. I remember exactly how this went, you know? Yeah. The, the ice cream palate cleanser at dinner thing. Mm, yes. I remember just like exactly um, mm-hmm. all the stuff with her kissing obsession and how it doesn't work out. Mm-hmm. Like, I just remember all of this. Um and I tried to think about it from looking back at it, looking at it from my adult perspective, mm-hmm. I can definitely see why I liked it as a kid. And I can also yeah. see how good a job Anne Hathaway did of playing a like a kid, a 15-year-old, an yeah. immature 15-year-old at that. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's the, the character, Mia's character, she's kind of immature. Like, it's not just that she's nerdy and dorky. It's like... Yeah, she's literally so awkward that she's behaving like a child in a lot of circumstances. Mm-hmm. Like the whole thing at the mm-hmm. dinner, I'm like, "What are you doing? <laughs> yeah, get up, <laughs> get off the ground, girl." <laughs> um, because so, <laughs> but Anne Hathaway yeah. does such a good job of like yeah. selling that. She looks so young, and I guess she was only like 17, you know, mm-hmm. performing it. But you know, I was. Yeah, I was I was right, curious. But I liked it. I liked it. You think of Anne Hathaway as this like, well, I do at least. I think of her as this very like mature like Poised. woman. Even even back then, right? Because by the end of the movie, you can see the Anne Hathaway in the Mia Thermopolis, right? You can yeah. see this like red carpet actress, like, you know, she's really good. Um, so watching her play at this like you said, immature 15-year-old. I was like, dude, she's really good. <laughs> she's yeah. really good. Um, 
This is a yeah. fun movie full of fun little scenes of people doing mm-hmm. fun things. People complain about it being different from the book, but like, I've never read the book. <laughs> Me neither. I, and what they did here, the, it seems like the things that are different, like apparently in the book, her the queen's a lot meaner to Mia, um, mm. but I get why. They, they could not have Julie Andrews yeah. <laughs> doing that. They and could not have a mean Julie Andrews. She doesn't exist. And Sorry. at that time, it's 2001, they want to have like these wholesome, you know, family relationships, like, and it's mm-hmm. Disney, right? Like, yeah. So they're, um, of course, they're going to take that and be like, no, the queen and Mia have to bond and uh, and have mm-hmm. like a good relationship. Uh, I guess yeah. also in the book, her dad isn't dead. He like has right. cancer. <laughs> and so it's like, yes, again, I've more read serious. that as well. <laughs> yeah. I mean, Meg Cabot wrote the books and I used to read Meg Cabot a lot when I was in high school. I didn't ever read the Princess Diaries books. I read some of her. I read her like... <laughs> Her book about a girl who could see ghosts and then falls in love with one. Because, you know, that's just... Hell yeah. That's more my speed, right? That, like, that's something Sam would that read. That sounds good. Um, yeah, it's really... I'll give you the wreck if you want to read a fucking preteen book later on. No. Um, I'm, exactly. I'm I didn't think you did, it. which is why, yeah. of course. <laughs> um, but, yeah, I think uh, the changes that they made were good. Gary Marshall obviously directed it. And it's uh, a movie that you can tell Gary Marshall directed from, mm-hmm. like, the opening. You're like, yeah, it's fucking yeah. Gary Marshall. What I didn't know was that Whitney Houston produced this movie. Right? I saw Isn't her name. I was like, wild? <laughs> well, I was like, is that a different Whitney Houston? <laughs> How many Whitney? Oh, like how there's two. There's like two Mandy Moores. There's like the actress Mandy Moore and there's the choreographer Mandy Moore. Yeah, exactly. That's a thing. Yeah, I know. I used to watch. So you think you can dance? Ah, yes. (laughs) Oh God, sorry. We're getting so nostalgic this episode. So, okay, we open with Supergirl playing Mm -hmm. as Mia, the awkward teen, gets ready to go to school, and obviously she lives in this super cool fire like refurbished firehouse with her artist mom Mm -hmm. um so why is she awkward I don't get it her mom's a super cool artist I don't know how that didn't like transfer but whatever (laughs) she's just awkward she's nerdy and insecure yeah I guess um so then they go uh you know it's just her going about her day she goes to school obviously we see some of her like tormentors the bullies they at school. bully her hardcore yeah and not for just the what students <laughs> like every time we see mia at school in every gym class they're like forcing her to perform mm-hmm. something on the spot and it's like what gym class is like that <laughs> like she she'll pass if she manages to hit a ball at the end it's like that's yeah. not how gym class works no, you gym just class show is you have to go and you have to walk the track at least four times and uh-huh. then you go back you into go the home, gym. You go, yeah. And change. Exactly. Yeah, that's what gym class is. I've never I've never had to play a sport for <laughs> gym class before. And neither um, should Mia have had to. Neither should Mia. Leave her alone. But she like you said, she's ignored by the the staff too, because um, what's her name plays the principal, Sandra O. Uh, Sandra O plays the principal, uh, vice principal Gupta, and even she doesn't know Mia's name. So like yeah. we established pretty early on that Mia's like invisible. She's a ghost, right. if you will. Um, and 
she just longs. She is exactly like every 15 year old girl that I knew when I was 15 years old. She is Mm -hmm. like, I just want the popular guy to want to be with me and I want people not to ignore me and I want to not throw up when I have to give a speech in fucking debate class. I just want, you know, yeah, I and I like think to it's be better. More than that, I think it's like I want to be a person who doesn't throw up when they have to mm-hmm. do a speech in speech class. I want to be yeah. a person who this guy would this popular guy would make out with. Because um, mm-hmm. when you're doing, we're dealing with these coming of age stories. It's all the question is like, you know, what should I be like? Who am I? Yeah, you know, what kind of person person can I grow to be? And mm-hmm. that question comes well. It came up while I was watching it because I was like getting into my own head, drilling down mm-hmm. in there. Where a lot of coming of age stuff is like, oh, the whole world's ahead of you. You can do anything. But for mm-hmm. this, for royalty in this universe Mm. there's no you can do anything you can Mm. only be a princess that's what you have to do and i think there's a lot of times throughout the movie where mia asks her uh asks her grandma the queen like oh did my dad Mm -hmm. want to be a prince or whatever and it's like that's not even a question that when you're born into royalty that you would even ask it just you won't, you have to be that thing. It just is. That's how, like, when stuff's passed down by blood or family or whatever, that's yeah. how it works. You know what? We really missed the mark. We should have got uh, Will and Harry on the podcast this week because we could have oh, asked them all these questions. Like, what does it feel like to not have a choice? And then with Harry, it's like, what does it feel like to take back your own life? You know? Yeah. A la Mia Thermopolis. Um, darn it. You know, call our scheduling team. We really, really screwed the pooch on this one. What movie do you think they would want to talk about? <laughs> oh, my God. Okay. I think Harry would want to talk about something that's, like, not really a rom-com. Something that's more, like, has a political commentary yeah. or something with or a message. Or it's, like, a, like, an Oscar winner kind of thing. Yeah. Right? Like, it would be, you know, a little pretentious, maybe. Yeah, but for sure. He would still be he would still be in good spirits about talking about it. So, it would be fun. And I feel like Will would pick something British. Maybe like Love Actually feels. I feel like he would pick something old. Oh, that too. I don't know. Something boring. He's a traditional Any- guy. Yeah. Maybe he'll pick like Casablanca. <laughs> Casablanca. Why did you say? <laughs> I don't like know. That. I'm weird. Oh my god! I'm just totally, Mia? I'm totally random and weird. I'm wow, so... I'm just so weird and awkward. I just say whatever comes to my head. Yeah, nah, I'm you know, so awkward. Like, I don't even know weird. I did that. You know, um, <laughs> yeah. So then, what happens? So she then, meets her grandmother. <laughs> her grandma's in town. Wants to meet her for tea. Grandma says, "Hey, by the way, I'm the queen of this little made-up European country called Genovia." Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so you are the princess. And everyone's like, whoa, 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 whoa. Well, at least Mia <laughs> is like, whoa, 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 whoa. And her mom's like, yeah, yeah I knew this and I did not tell you. Um, Rude. And the queen's like, oh, oh, um, uh, <laughs> pr- this queen, you can also tell the queen is very surprised by how like immature Mia is. And not mm-hmm. immature in like a she's snotty and mean way. I mean, she's immature in that she's like, 
fidgety and behaves kind of more like a toddler and you mm-hmm. know like me we i'm dropping stuff i got a childlike energy to me <laughs> i can agree i can turn it on and off though you can most you can. i can turn it off when i need to but yeah. it's on most of the time yeah i mean there's nothing wrong with that yeah listen you're not a princess you don't have to run a country exactly you're and, just living your life and mia wasn't raised knowing that she would be a princess so she doesn't know True. that she has to act a certain way Anyway, they agree that, like, they're going to give her princess lessons, which mm-hmm. that's definitely one of the parts I remember from the, yeah. the dancing scene. Because ah. who doesn't want... Listen, I'm sorry. Who doesn't want princess lessons? Who doesn't want princess I lessons? I low-key still want princess lessons. A makeover and princess lessons? I don't... <sighs> I mean, my hair is pretty good, but if you want... Well, I have a hair person, but someone can pluck my eyebrows for me. Listen, they can, I would love a makeover. Maybe not from Paolo, because he gives me the creeps. No, but and he turned out to be not very nice, not very nice. even though they keep bringing him back. Um, So I guess he didn't really <laughs> ruin that relationship at all. Um, So yeah, princess lessons. Her, her grandmother tells her that she has to walk, talk, eat, all of the things a very certain way, because we are royal. So exactly. we can't be doing this peasant sitting. We can't be doing this peasant walking. Like we have to be better than everybody else. Is basically <laughs> what she's saying. Well, it's just she has to. You have to look a certain way um, because you are a figurehead, right? So mm. like you can't be seen sliding into a middle seat. <gasps> That's what the queen's like. I never slide. <laughs> I never <laughs> slide. Funny. Listen, the, okay. <laughs> We all know I love Julie Andrews. I would die for that woman. I would take a bullet for her. I don't even care. I, I don't care. I don't care. I love her. Um, In this movie, every single time that she... That's what I'm saying. You can't make Julie Andrews like a mean character because some of the stuff that she says, right, could be coming out of the mouth of someone else could be construed as like, oh, fucking snobby yeah. bitch. Like what? But she says it and you're like... Of course she doesn't slide. Right. I totally of get it. Of yeah. course she doesn't. She's a dame. <laughs> exactly. Why would a dame slide? Never. No. In my wildest dreams would that ever happen. So um, there, the, the princess lessons are all leading up to this ball. And at the ball, Mia is supposed to decide mm-hmm. um, whether she's accepting the role of princess of Genovia, which means she would move there and learn how to mm-hmm. rule. Um, be obviously, a 15-year-old being presented with this is like, I don't want to rule a fucking country. And that's kind of where Mia is coming from for a lot of it, though. She obviously, I would say yes immediately. I, I don't... <laughs> I would say yes. I'd be like, what? Hell yeah. You're telling me. Listen. I would, too. My biggest struggle in life is that I have too many like passions and things that I want to do. And so it's really hard for me to say, okay, this is the thing I want to pursue, right? But if you just tell me that this will be my job, I'm like, wow, that's a weight off my shoulders. Set. Thanks a lot, grandma. I don't, have to, I don't have to go to a special school for it. I don't have to like fight any other applicants for the job. Yeah. I just get it. You just already have it. Listen. Nepotism. Dreams. Dreams. <laughs> so... Yeah, they're doing that, and meanwhile, Mia's still getting bullied at school. She has to keep the princess stuff a secret because, the you know, the press or whatever. 
Um, Meanwhile, her best friend, Lily, is like, dude, something's up. You're not you're lying to me. And or like she you can tell she's thinking that, but she expresses it in a very horrible way, which is when she's awful. (laughs) Yeah. Which is when um, Mia gets this beautiful makeover and has her hair straightened, which is a little bit racist (laughs) well i mean it's eurocentric for sure well Um, yes but she also is a white woman so i'm like okay it's fine (laughs) yeah i mean the concept that straight hair is like prettier and more regal and presentable than curly hair of course or the idea that curly hair is unkempt or that you're not you know you're not taking care of your hair if if it's curly yes that's but. right. I'm calling all straight-haired people horrible, horrible racists. Me included. I have pretty straight hair. <laughs> you and I both. <laughs> Every oh single goodness. person with straight hair should yeah. feel bad. Yeah, I do. It's um, it's a burden that I bear. I've been trying to make my hair curly for years now. I know. I feel bad that I years now. hair. <laughs> I just try so hard. And then um, I love how people with curly hair are like, you don't want this. I'm like, give it to me then. I, I'd i rather just be like, darn, this is hard than fight to get it. But whatever, I digress. Um, Yes, she gets her makeover and Lily's response is not great. Yeah, she's like, oh, you're trying to be one of the popular girls? Like, it looks yes. horrible, you know, blah, blah, blah. She's like being really awful to her. Yeah. Lily in this movie, okay, Lily to me is one of those friends you've had since elementary school that you just couldn't shake. <laughs> like, she's a little sick. She's mean to Mia she's the mean entire movie. In she's She's got a personality disorder, <laughs> Lily. <laughs> she, she needs an attitude adjustment. Um, there's literally the scene, and this made me literally laugh out loud on the plane and I'm just reading it I didn't even listen to it is when they're on the scooter and she's like am I she's talking about her parents divorce and she's like and they say I need an attitude adjustment and Mia's response is well at least your dad's alive (laughs) and Lily's like it's been like a year I thought we were over that I thought you were over that no and she's like it's worse it's worse Sam because she says I I I thought you were over that. It's been like two months. Oh, yeah, two months. It's been two months since Mia's dad died. But Lily's yeah. like, but you guys weren't even close. You, you know, didn't even like meet you meet the you guy. Even, you, you, you never, never even met, met him. him. Yeah. I'm like, yeah, because that somehow makes it better. Now I can never meet him, actually. Right. Now there was the possibility of meeting him, <laughs> and now that's never going to happen. Yeah, Lily, it doesn't change the fact that your dad's alive do you um so funny again and then even then when she's like it's been two months mia's like yeah i guess (laughs) like (laughs) like it's a normal thing to be but that's what i'm saying like (laughs) lily bullies mia like she a hundred percent is also a bully to mia but has somehow rationalized that like oh but we're friends i'm just being helpful yeah i'm like you're not though you're actually really mean like be nice to your friend i understand um that her friend was keeping something from her i understand feeling like the vibes are off because you know sometimes when your friends just change up on you especially in high school you're like oh my god what like the, yeah, your world the the is world. fucking caving in. right yeah so i get that but at the same time i'm like you kind of deserve to be left behind <laughs> you're like really mean to her yes 
I do think, obviously, she went about it a bad way. But I Mm -hmm. also think these are 15-year-olds we're talking about. And that's the other thing I'm saying, immature 15-year-olds, because Mm -hmm. Lily is also very clearly not grown up um, with the way that she talks to Mia and... I mean, the performance is perfect. They, they, they both nail Absolutely. the, like, 15-year-old immature energy for sure. They have a uh, fight over this hair thing because mm-hmm. uh, Lily's being a bitch. Yeah. And, and Mia eventually is like, shut up. Like, <laughs> stop it. <laughs> and finally says, like, something to Lily. And Lily, like, storms mm-hmm. off. They're, like, mad at each other. Um, yeah. And, well, Lily's like, I... Um, God, what'd she say? But she, this is the point where she's like, I, it doesn't matter if it's like the hair thing, like you're hiding something from me. You're yeah. keeping something from me. I know yeah. it. And friends don't do that. And then she like throws right. a friendship bracelet at her. She's like, I'm taking off my friendship <laughs> charm and I'm throwing it in the dirt. And so then, she's like, oh, fine. I'll tell you. Mia's forced yeah, to tell her about the yeah. princessness. Mm-hmm. Princessosity. The princess in the room. The princess <laughs> elephant in the room. Prelephant. The prelephant in the room. That sounds like a drug that you have to take prelephant. to like, manage your, de- your depression or something. <laughs> May cause nausea. <laughs> May cause nausea and indigestion. Do not take if you need to drive within the next four hours. If you have trouble sleeping, call a doctor immediately. Even if you think you have trouble sleeping, call a doctor immediately. Call a doctor right now just to be sure. Prevalent. 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 Yeah. Oh, my God. You did that so well. I was actually mesmerized by you for a second. Thank you. That was a really good impression of the um, warning labels or the warning announcements on drug commercials. I just love with my voice. Mm. It was so good. It was so so good. At this point, um, the press gets wind of, right, that she's a princess. They're following Um, her. Or do they have the dinner first? They have... The dinner first. Okay. Here, it's princess test time. There's a fancy diplomatic dinner that uh, Mia has to go to, and she mm-hmm. makes a complete fool of herself. There's a lot of slapstick yeah. uh, stuff. It's mostly like, wow, bad luck, but also, mm-hmm. Mia, get up th- off the floor. What are you doing? Get off the floor. <laughs> Stop doing... It's really funny. I was reading, uh, again, the IMDb trivia. We know. That's where Sam lives. Um, and the bit where she accidentally lights the guy's um, Arm on fire. coat on fire... Yeah. Um, the the fire was supposed to go out when his arm hit the ice bucket, um, but it didn't. So Anne Hathaway kind of freaked out and she grabs the water and she like that's the that's the mess up take I guess. Like she accidentally she was like I don't know what to do and she like grabs the water and puts out the fire, which I thought was kind of again it's like accidents happen. Wow. You just got to fix it. You flow. Yeah. You pivot. Yeah. You... Like Anne Hathaway could fix the situation. I don't think Mia Thermopylae is good. Right? But I yeah. guess they thought it was funny enough that they continue on with it. They do. Um, so many little bits in this one scene. And boy, does Mia feel bad about that. Even though, mm-hmm. you know, it doesn't seem to have hurt Genovia's reputation too badly um not very much but mia feels real bad and i think the queen can tell because the queen is like you know what 
my first dinner like this was also horrible and mm. I tripped and fell like knocked over something or whatever and kind of connects with her at that point and that's where their relationship kind of pivots because they then get to ha- like the queen cancels cancels all of her meetings and they go have a fun time around San Francisco. Yeah. Oh, I love this scene. The whole corn dog, yeah. the little arm wrestly guy. Um, the fact that she never carries change because queens don't jingle. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, what more could you want? We also forgot to mention that. So Mia is a very awkward, nerdy little teen, but she does have a lot of varied interests. She's actually a very interesting mm-hmm. person, right? She's not just, I'm obsessed with romance and I'm awkward, right? She has a whole personality. She's she a does rock things climber. Like, she does rock climbing. She's obsessed with this vintage Mustang that she's trying to get fixed at the shop that Lily's brother, who is the actual romantic interest mm-hmm. uh, or whatever you want to call him at the end, um... And so she interacts with him a lot in a way that is friendly, but you're like, mm, is there maybe? Oh, he clearly has a crush oh, it's, on her. Well, he has a crush yeah. on her, but you don't really see it from her. I think no. she actually plays it really, um, like, believably aloof. Until, yeah. And then, and then it gets to the point where she knows that she, like, hurt him. Mm-hmm. And then you can tell she's like really into him and hoping Mm -hmm. he forgives her Um, yeah well because he does in fact ask her on a date yes he asks her on a date uh to come you know come down to the shop like our band is playing and you know we can maybe hang out you know the way you know the way little teen boys do you can't really go anywhere but you can do some stuff and she's like will there be food yeah like she's flirty about it yeah she's like like, is it a date she literally asks him that and he's like, and he's no. Like, mm, no. But, yes. but he's like, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I get so giddy thinking about it because it's actually really cute. Like 15-year-old me, if I was interacting with a boy like that, oh my God. Yeah. That is that is a feast for my imagination. Right? I'd go home and think about it all night. I'd just be like, ah, Oh, I was a big me. daydreamer. I was a big mm-hmm. fantasize about cute little interactions. Yeah. Oh, God, we love to see it. Um, so <laughs> after... Th- going forward after the queen and Mia go on their little day together she ends up giving Mia the rest of the money for this car and they're driving this car through San Francisco and Mia's obviously not a great driver she's only 15 she only has her learner's permit um and she's trying to go up this hill and it you know the car decides eh, the car does not make it up the hill so she rolls backwards into a San Francisco trolley and it's a whole big um kerfuffle involving the police and the trolley guy, they're all very upset. They're very upset Mia. and they're really hard on her. Um, yeah. On Mia, they're like, oh, we won't send the queen to jail, but we got to take her to jail. It's just like, this is not how it happened. Rich yeah. people don't no. go to jail. Um, no. And, but it, the queen uses her queenly grace to turn the mm. situation around and flatter the policeman and the mm-hmm. bus driver or the trolley driver to make them rest their case against Mia. Um, yeah. And it works. And then Mia's like, wow, that was really cool. And she kind of gets mm-hmm. a taste of some of the stuff she might be able mm, to do one the day power. as a princess. <laughs> <laughs> she got, that was her first lick of power. Her first she little. She never gave it her up. Her little lick, her little nibble, her little. Yeah. 
she did that. Um, and then her secret is fucking blasted. Yeah, then the press gets wind and they yeah. ambush her at school. They're like, Princess Mia, Princess Mia. Everyone's mm-hmm. like trying to talk to the, get on camera. Of course, Mandy Moore, who plays the main bully, um, mm-hmm. is like, oh yeah, Lana. we're best friends, blah, blah, blah. But she was actually, mm-hmm. she was dating the guy Josh, who uh, mm-hmm. Mandy Moore, not Mandy Moore, and Mia, fuck, yes. was into. So many names. Um, Anyway, this guy, Josh, then comes up to Mia and mm-hmm. is like, hey, I broke up with, hey, <laughs> I broke <laughs> up with the other girl. Uh, yeah. Do you want to come to Lana, this beach Lana, party Lana. on this day? That's the same You're day. You're using so much vocal fry <laughs> and I love it's, it. It's all vocal fry. It's There's just no- <laughs> completely vocal fry. Do you want to know it's so funny? When I was watching it, I was like, that actor was in something else pivotal from my childhood and I could not figure out what it was until I looked up looked his you know thing up on imdb brink he's brink he's in fucking brink that's the brink boy <laughs> that's the only thing he's done that i recognize yeah. like everything else he had like a one like a you know one episode this one episode that but i was like but brink i see it <laughs> i almost confused him for the guy from motocross and then yeah. i realized no that's a different guy uh anyway Might as well the same uh, <laughs> for me white man it's just a white man um, they look that it, I, I also thought he was the um the guy from lizzie mcguire but i was like no that's a different actor too <laughs> there's so many of them yeah i know uh they all have the same vibe the friend from boy meets world the friend from boy sean yeah he's got the same vibe too he does have that vibe Maybe I'm just um, thinking I, that haircut. I could pull Sean Hunter out of a fucking <laughs> 80 white guy lineup, okay? You'll never you'll never see me confuse him for anybody else. But yes, you you're correct. They all have the same vibe. It was that vibe of the early 2000s of like the cool guy. Yeah. <laughs> it's the cool guy. It's the cool guy. So the cool guy invites Mia to this beach party with him mm-hmm. and it's the same day as she was going to hang out with Mike. Mm. On the date, mm. not date. His name's Mike, right? The f- brother? M- Michael. Yes, Michael. yes, yes. Michael. Yes, yes, yes. Michael. Yes, Mike. Michael. Mike. Anyway, so she ends up telling my Michael, no, I'm not going to go meet up with you after all. I'm going to go to this beach thing. But can I yeah. see your band next week? She tries to reschedule mm-hmm. it. And he's like, yeah, I'll butt her. But like, to be fair, you told her it wasn't a date. Right? Bro. Bro. Maybe if you had manned up a right. little bit and we're like hey this is a date actually then she wouldn't have rescheduled she wouldn't have double booked show her something better than this other guy yeah you know exactly prove give her yourself. all the things she doesn't know she's missing prove yourselves if you keep you keep saying oh you're so wonderful you're so beautiful you're so smart mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. prove to me that you're worthy of a wonderful, beautiful, smart person. Yes. That's so, what I'm saying. Preach. Preach. <laughs> Wait, I might be talking about something different entirely. No, it's perfect. I, I might love have it. Stray- strayed from the movie a bit. Um, <laughs> I'm just saying there are a lot of guys out there. Yeah. Who want to. A lot of fish in the sea, yeah. if you will. Or they'll say stuff like, oh, I would treat her so right. I would do this. I would do that. They don't do any of those things. No. They don't do any of those they, things. I'll talk. I'll talk no action. I'll talk. You know? Hey, you guys listening? Anyone who wants to treat their partner right, 
gotta put in the work. You gotta, gotta put do in the work. And show slide into my DMs. Show. I'll I'll help. <laughs> no. Wouldn't that be a fun start I'll to a rom com? Yeah. A girl who offers to be like, I can help you. I can help and you treat your girlfriend better. <gasps> let's Sam. write it let's write it let's write it Sam. i'm the lead write it for me <laughs> write it for me right now write it for my birthday next year like this you have a whole you have more than a year to, to gift, write a script to gift me this script okay i'll see what i can do do it oh my god this would be so great this would be so great so um, anyway she goes to the beach party she goes to the beach party she oh i just have to say this before we get to the beach party she's trying on bathing suits while she's talking to her mom and that's where we get the whole conversation about i want my you know foot to kick and she explains um so she's saying when she kisses she wants it to be like those classic kisses in Mm -hmm. old movies where it seems like oh foot pop the pot her foot the girl's foot just kicks up a little bit just Mm -hmm. pops like seemingly of Mm -hmm. its own accord from the right from the love yeah from all the love flowing through her body exactly um and I just want to take this moment to acknowledge that one of the quotes I use on a semi-regular basis is um, when Mia tries on the green suit and she's like, I look like an asparagus. And her mom goes, a very, very cute asparagus. <laughs> that is I don't know why that has made it into my daily fucking vernacular, but it has. Um, anyway, they go to the beach. Yeah, <laughs> they and then like, to the you beach know, they're party. trying to get away like the... The, they're dancing and then the press shows up the paparazzi so they try to go there uh mia and josh end up hiding out in this little area and she's all mm-hmm. tangled in a net um yeah and he tries to kiss her but she's like wait no this isn't romantic and right. i totally re- stuck. i totally remember being like precious about kisses and, kiss. and and like where it was and it's like of course it was in a fucking movie theater like my first kiss like it wasn't you know it didn't end up being anything and it doesn't matter where you're no, kissing someone but it like, doesn't but when you're, but a, when romantic you're a romantic little 15 year old exactly it mattered uh, so much it literally is the only it thing was you the think only about thing that mattered which is so funny because i just finished watching that exo kitty show on netflix and she is exactly the same way she had never uh, been kissed before and she was pl- she like goes all the way to the school in korea to like surprise her boyfriend and she's like, and then I'll get my first kiss. And I was like, what? Wow. <laughs> You're literally going to a different country to get to secure a first secure kiss. It. Babe, you can go down to wherever the fucking teens hang out. And I'm sure I'm sure at least a handful of guys would be like, yeah, sure. Yeah. Why not? I'll, I'm game. I'll kiss you. So easy. So easy. But when you're. When you're 15, dude, and you want to get a kiss, I could probably. You... I don't know what you. I do. could walk into just about any bar, <laughs> <laughs> with people in it, and probably find someone who would kiss me. Yeah. Of course, I'm not a 15-year-old. It's pretty year easy. Old. It's probably no. harder. 15-year-olds can't walk into a bar. Yeah. To be fair. Exactly. <laughs> So they have to go down to the beach or and, the party, and or even the if they wherever. did, like that, you don't want those people kissing no. fifteen-year-olds. No. Um, <laughs> so anyway, lol. That's so hilarious. Think- um, I do want to say too, though, that in this whole like romantic, like before the the date with Josh kind of takes a sour turn because of the paparazzi, mm-hmm. she goes out with him on his like boat or whatever, and he a hundred percent 
you're not like other girls her. Yeah. Because he's like, wow, most girls get scared when I take them on the boat. But like, wow, like you had so much fun. And she's like, yeah. yeah." (laughs) You're not like the one other girl. Anyone I've ever met. Yeah. You're not like Mandy Moore singing (laughs) Stupid Cupid on the stage with her other little friends. Stupid Cupid, stop picking on me. Listen, that song... I can sing the whole thing because of this movie, <laughs> like solely because of this movie. I, any any opportunity for Mandy Moore just to get in a little song and dance number, I'm like, yeah, girl, you do you. Do they do that in This Is Us also? Does she get a little? <laughs> <laughs> do you know what? There are there are actually moments where she sings on that show. Yeah. Hell yeah. Not like I don't think she gets full musical numbers, Damn but it. I think her character her character on that show is a singer like when she was younger she used to sing and she wanted to be a famous singer or whatever Fantastic. so yeah you do get you do get moments um you'd love so yeah to see just it. listen i'll watch anything if manny Moore's singing so so they think the paparazzi have left so they sneak out and then are bombarded by hiding photographers mm. right on the steps of this thing they were hiding out in and josh yeah. takes the opportunity to like smushes face into Mia's face and like Mm -hmm. force a kiss upon her yeah she goes and runs away and then is so stupidly trusting when her main bullies are like here come get change out of your bathing suit over here in this Mm -hmm. you know tent private little tent yeah we'll watch out for you and Mia's like oh my god thank you so much you fucking idiot Mia yeah that was stupid if I'm calling you too naive and trusting that's 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 really a lot something it's a lot coming from here but you know what mia here's the thing she's an idiot mm-hmm. she's 15 mm-hmm. of course she's an idiot yeah she'll never make that mistake again that's true she'll never trust she, so at least you know what for all of the naivety and like too trusting energy mia's she's not a complete idiot now <laughs> like at, at she first learns. she thought hey maybe yeah she does she thought maybe like oh maybe because i'm a princess now they're nice to me or something but no can't can't trust can't trust the bullies you simply just cannot. don't do it so and she gets revealed half clothed to the paparazzi she's naked. which is child <laughs> pornography literal child pornography those <laughs> paparazzi are calls having. her mia mia thermopanips no mia no she said mia thermopolips <laughs> don't put that on baby 15 year old don't talk about her nips saw- on this podcast okay, i misheard it because i thought it was when they saw her because they literally, she's literally naked with just a towel in front of her. That that is down. true. But you're talking about the kids the next yeah. day at school, right? Yeah, it's it's Thermopolis. <laughs> it's Princess Pucker up and me at Thermopolis. because they saw them. No, Sam, uh, she didn't leak though? her nudes, Shelby. <laughs> her nips were covered. Okay, um, good, because I. I really child did. porn if they weren't it's really child porn if they were not covered i didn't think about all those implications but i definitely <laughs> did hear nips when i watched it. well i think you just got nips on the mind I shelby mean. <laughs> well I, listen what you do in your personal time yeah. has nothing to do with mia thermopolis i almost called her mia <laughs> gotcha 
So they're bullet. She's getting bullied real hard. Michael mm-hmm. is mad at her because she blew him off, and he's like, mm-hmm. "Hey, humpy, you're humpy." <laughs> he doesn't mm-hmm, say mm-hmm. that, but he basically says that. Like she's really apologetic, and he is just kind of cruel about, like, kind of cold yeah. about it, and is still mad at her. Um, because she invites him to like him. the ball, he, and she goes and talks to dude. This whole thing, the queen is not happy about. She's not happy the pictures of. Mia no. naked, Mia. Yep. Uh, kissing, kissing the guy, which I think anyone could tell. Like, she she's not a party girl. They spun no, it that way. This was a hundred percent spun it that way. And um, poor Mia. Like, yeah. I feel so bad. I almost think it's like this is so stupid. I know we talked about Will and Harry earlier, but I almost feel like this is what they did to poor little Harry <laughs> when he was. Listen, I know Harry was mixed up in some actual bad stuff. Like I know he was actually like doing drugs and he wasn't innocent, but I think that like maybe little baby 15 year old Harry was also just like hunted down in these very like awful ways. And then it was spun around in the press to make him look a certain kind of way. And I was like, wow. You're just like Mia Thermopolis. Wow. Just like Mia for real. What a life. <laughs> what a world we live in. Uh, yeah. Life imitating art. I was just going to say. <laughs> so yeah. the queen is like, well, you know, I, you're not going to be princess, but you're mm-hmm. still family. Come to the ball anyway. But you, you yeah. in there, you'll have to like formally say you're not going to be princess and this was like a not a conversation where mia was like i have decided no the queen was like you know obviously these pictures are bad enough that like mm-hmm. you're not going to do it so mia just takes it very gracefully leaves yeah and that's when joe her driver and like a weird kind of subtle love interest for the queen uh, even not though, weird, not subtle, very obvious, uh, very, okay, very hot. Listen, I, it is hot. Here's the thing. They're the, the way that they talk about it. They're like, oh, they, they talk as if the queen has been in mourning for a long time. But her husband mm-hmm. just died the year before and she lost a son two months ago. Mm-hmm. Yeah, she's been through a lot. Listen, don't you worry. Princess Diaries 2. We get more of it. Baby, it's on. It's on, it's on site. OK. Listen, it's the superior movie. I'm sorry. I love this movie with my heart and soul. I love the first one with my heart and soul. Like I said, it's 90% of the (laughs) phrases I use in my everyday life. Um, But yeah, second one. Listen, you'll (laughs) just be ready. Just be ready. Okay, I'm I'm ready. I'm readying myself. Stay ready so you don't have to get ready, you know? That's Um, that's how I live. I'm wearing a diaper right now. (laughs) That's how I stay ready. (laughs) i hate that Um. Uh, (laughs) so she's very mean to mia mia leaves uh joe Joe comes comes in and he's like you're that was kind of hard you're being kind of mean and she's she's like like, are you set as a queen was i being mean and she's like and he's like as a grandmother right you are not nice to your granddaughter you know and i'm like This is her eternal struggle, right? It's like the balance of being a monarch and being a real person with relationships to her family. Um, We love it. We love to see it. Julie Andrews, 10 out of 10 performance. Absolutely. So the ball is commencing. Mm -hmm. Mia's not there. No. Joe's the one who figured out. She's running away. She's running away because she doesn't want to go to this Mm -hmm. party and have to public speak because last time she did that, she threw up. Yep. Um, 
And she <laughs> she sent a pizza to Michael, which I think is mm-hmm. the best way to apologize. Yeah. A pizza with M&Ms that spell sorry. The, the word sorry. Yeah, but like send we me a... It. Dude, I love a pizza. If someone sent me a pizza <laughs> right now, I would eat it. Absolutely. No, Yeah, of course. What are you going to do? Waste a pizza? Oh, no. I'm going to eat no. a pizza and I would be really happy and I would yeah. thank the person. Profusely. And you'd probably forgive them if they did something a little, you know, yeah. a little bird brandy. Maybe I should but... stop forgiving people so easily so I can get pizza. I think that's a really good takeaway from this movie. <laughs> I think if you learned nothing else, you've learned to stay mad so you can get pizza. So I can get pizza. Just not at me. Do it to other people. Never stay mad at me. Okay. Have you ever been mad at me? No. I don't know. Um, okay, great. So then we don't have to. <laughs> if I had, I would have told you. That's true. Like if it was something that we But now to talk I know about. if you ever came to me and were like, we need to talk about this, I'll just send you a pizza and we won't have to have a conversation. Yeah, that works. That works for me, honestly. If you could send me the pizza preemptively every now and mm. then just in case so then I never have to confront you, mm. I'll just yeah, know yeah, you're yeah. sorry. Yeah, no, that sounds great. Okay. I think that that that'll that's perfect. Right. I think we have the perfect friendship. <laughs> um. So <laughs> Mia finds this letter her dad wrote her. It's in the mm. journal that she that he intended to give her for her 16th birthday. Yes, and it opens with the locket that her grandmother gave her and was passed mm-hmm. down through her family. So I was like, what came first, the locket or the lock? both Ah, they were designed together so like how old was this journal like how old is this diary or at least the lock that's on it you know we shouldn't think too hard about these things yeah i know let's just just let them let's just because if i start if i really start thinking about it it's not gonna end (laughs) so i'm just gonna say that the locket was passed down from generations and they made a lock to go with it and they have like a unit, like they just have this lock on standby and they can put it on any <laughs> journal they need to. Okay. Because in all honesty, you could probably open that journal with like a butter knife. <laughs> like it didn't, it's not a real key, right? Like yeah. it's just, it's just a, a lovely thought. Um, There's a letter in there from her dad. Yes. And it's all about being brave um, mm-hmm. and how being brave doesn't mean you're not scared. Um, yeah. And it, he taught he says this kind of beautiful thing about her being on the path between uh, the road between who you think you are and who you can be, mm. which I think is a really neat way to look at being a teenager mm-hmm. and even being a young adult in general, because I know I only recently really stepped into the role of who I can be. And it's really odd to look back and see, to think about young Shelby. Hmm. <laughs> I'm going to get a show. It's like young Sheldon. I was just, I, I didn't want to deter <laughs> you from your point, but that's exactly what I heard. You said young Shelby and I heard young Sheldon. And I was like, what is that? That's not the same. But I was absolutely on the road between who I th- thought I was and who I thought mm-hmm. I could be. And now here I am. Still yeah. walking that road, baby. Um, yeah. And the road will change no matter, like, it, it's, listen, mm-hmm. I've pivoted so much in my life from when I was 15 to now. 
so many times. Oh, absolutely. So many things. So many times. I was like, this is me. And then I was like, wait, actually, no, I don't think that is. <laughs> I don't actually think that's me. Uh, <laughs> it turns out that was me for that amount of time. And now it's not exactly. anymore. <laughs> exactly. Um, but no, nope, yeah. she's locked in. She's got to be the princess forever. Um, I mean, yeah, sure. Until she's not? the queen. Well, listen, that's a great promotion. That's all I got to say. So this letter um, really inspires Mia, and she's yeah. gonna, she decides to go to the ball anyway. She has yeah. a real rough time getting there. Yes. The car's it's not raining. carring. The car's not working. <laughs> she's stuck. She starts to sing Catch a Falling Star Catch while the rain pours star. down on her. Put it in your pocket. Never let it fade <laughs> It's pretty funny. Do I also know that entire song? Yes, I do, in fact. <laughs> Um, but who comes to the rescue? None other than our favorite little pal, Joe. Thank you, Joe. Thanks, Joe. He takes her in. Uh, Mia gets to the ball. She gets to give her speech. She's actually accepting the princess mm-hmm. princessness yes. because it's what her father would have wanted. It's what from her. it's what Daddy said, and mm-hmm. always listen to Daddy. Then they call in. Paolo for some reason to get her hair fixed up so she can look nice for the ball uh and then she's there the princess of Genovia looking real pretty mm-hmm. pretty dress Michael mm-hmm. shows up they have a little dance they go in the garden they smooch they have a little smooch they have a little she, smooch. her foot pops her foot pops and it is a magical experience because it turns all the lights on in the garden why wouldn't those lights already be on because the party wasn't meant to be outside, Shelby. But earlier... It was an inside party, qu- and it was raining. But earlier, the queen said that... It, oh, okay, because it started raining. You're right. So it was originally yeah. going to be a garden party. Yeah. But then the rain. But then the rain. Had to move it indoors. But now the rain's over, because our heroine has had her mm-hmm. peak emotional crisis right. already. The rain's allowed to end. The rain's allowed to end, and she's allowed to have her little smooch with her little musician boyfriend the lead singer of rooney (laughs) (laughs) that's who it is with the princess of genovia how did he land that you know yeah um he doesn't say much in this he really does he probably has all of five lines yeah it was not a lot but he Mm -hmm. fit the part he did he did such a good job i think michael in the book is also endgame with mia Aww. I don't believe that's true. Well, okay, so it, that obviously doesn't happen in the second one, but um, there were rumors that they were making another one, which I don't know if that's still happening or if that was just a rumor. Um, so I am very curious to see if that actually happens. I will literally have a heart attack. I'll be so happy. I, I'll die happy. Yeah, I saw somewhere that was like announced, but mm-hmm. I don't. First of all, don't know if that was real. Second of all, don't know if that means it's actually going to get made. Right, of course. They people that this this industry fickle, fickle. But we, you know, we got industry. Bridget Jones's baby. That's true. Why wouldn't we get Princess Diaries three? We should get Princess Diaries three. <laughs> I I'm voting for it right now. Um, and then the movie ends yeah. with Mia dancing around amongst the elite. Um, to miracles happen. Yes, which. I want to walk down the aisle to that song, I think. <laughs> and then she flies to Genovia to start her and new life. And then she flies to Genovia to start her new life. Um, I think, well, okay, I don't know if it's established in this movie or not, but, like, 
she's not immediately moving to Genovia. She actually ends up going to college and like living life before she goes back to Genovia. Oh, really? Um, and you only know that from Princess Aries too. Uh, yeah, she like goes to college uh, in the states. I don't know. I don't remember where. Um, like and then she comes back. She or like <laughs> somewhere fancy. <laughs> Uh, and then um, yeah because like the whole title sequence is her like the opening title sequence is her graduation and when she throws up her cap and gown there's also a tiara that spills out of it which is like lol Um, anyway so she doesn't immediately have to become a princess which I think is great because I think again you talk about this whole like your entire life has to be yeah princess Um, and I think the queen realized she's just a fucking child let her go and Stay in San Francisco, learn stuff, go to school. The queen didn't have, like, health issues or anything. Yeah, she's healthy. Julie Andrews will never die. So (laughs) I'm. that's simply just the fact. Yeah. Um, It'll never happen. Let's believe that. Uh, No, I do believe that. Yeah, I'm with you. Thank you. (laughs) I believe it in my soul. It'll never happen. Uh, We also get a musical number from Julie Andrews in the next movie, so get ready for that. Oh, hell Yeah. Hell yeah. No Mandy Moore Hell in yeah. this one. So. No Mandy Moore in this one, but we do have Raven Simone, so that's fun. <laughs> does she do a song too? With Yeah, she does a song with Julie Oh my Andrews. God, that's, I can't wait. She's I'm living so my dream. She's living my dream. I will let you know. Um, Listeners, you'll hear about it next week. Hell yeah. It's so great. But I think overall this movie, while it was a little light on like romance romance i think it perfectly encapsulates romance as a little 15 year old absolutely perfect absolutely it's perfect it's like you have all these crushes and then maybe one of them looks at you Mm -hmm. or maybe like you get to go to a party and you see the other one it's like this you you are living a fantasy at 15 absolutely no matter how (laughs) real it is even if you have a boyfriend at 15 it's still a fantasy yeah the the (laughs) boyfriend you have in your mind is not the boyfriend actually existing and not not at all not at all not at not even a little bit not one single little bit Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so we love to see it and we also love to see you following us on social media twitter instagram facebook tiktok at the rom complex oh you did that so flawlessly Um, if you have thoughts about this week's episode, if you just want to give us a shout out, if you want to take me up on my services to help you uh, be better to your women, mm-hmm. email us, theromcomplex at gmail.com. If you want to hear some more awesome content that so we awesome. make for you, uh, check us out at well, Patreon, patreon.com slash theromcomplex. We've got mini episodes about mm. Bridgerton, about Emily in Paris. We've got Tarot Thursdays. We've got Hell reaction yeah. videos. We've There's m- more coming. There's definitely more there's coming. There's more coming. There's, so we post at least twice a week bonus mm-hmm. content there in the Patreon. Again, that's patreon.com slash the rom complex if you're a $10 patron we will personally thank you on the podcast like we are right now personally thanking Catherine W and Nicole J aka darlinghomebody.com check her out thank you thank you guys (laughs) and most of all remember to keep falling in love with yourselves Bye. Bye. Miracles happen once in a while <laughs> when you believe.